Jimmy, Sean P. wants to know what was going through your mind when the Jamaican government shot at your plane? Mm. Uh, ducking. Ducking. <laughs> There's two rules in, in rock and roll I've found. Uh, never forget to duck and never forget it can go to hell at any minute now. But yes, ducking came in handy that day. They, they thought you had tremendous amounts of they weed on did, your plane? All I had on was Bono. Oh, no. Bono was on board? Bono was on the plane. Wow. Hello, everybody, and welcome... To another episode of Stand By Your Band, the podcast where comedians defend music that people give them shit about liking. I am, of course, Tom Takar, the Wolf of Dog Street. I'm joined for another week by the Prince of Snarkness, the Boy Who Cried, Wolf of Dog Street, Tommy McNamara. How are you, buddy? Dude, the Bono to your Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> <laughs> he really throws Bono under the bus. Yeah, he's like, all we had was him. And this is, of course, Tony Deo. We're very yes. excited to have on the show. Super What's excited. How are you, buddy? Good. Thanks for making the trek from yeah. Astoria. In the rain. In the ra- It's a Today. rainy day. Yeah. It's it's rough out there. It's pretty gross. Um, but we appreciate it. because And we... It's not a good weather day for to talk about this. We're talking Jimmy Buffett, I baby. Know. <laughs> we should have gone out to Jones Beach. Yes. <laughs> put up an umbrella and done that like a uh, remote. I almost went song. and got margaritas for us, but oh, I felt like these spike been... seltzers would be the healthier version. Some. I literally have some in my fridge. Oh, shit, really? Yeah. Damn, that would have been good. I was on a flight uh, with my wife. We were actually going to Vegas a couple months ago. And the, we got margaritas on the flight, and the, you know they just have the little mixer or whatever. But it was really good, so I mm-hmm. bought like a case of it. Hell yeah. <laughs> Love it! I, I can't believe I didn't think to bring it. I'm a margarita boy, yeah. so I would, you know, it's appreciated. But you know, these spiked seltzers—they're a little healthier. Yes, we need to get them sponsoring <laughs> us. These spiked seltzers. Yeah, that'd good. be great. Do you? What's it. the? Uh, what's the uh, podcast? Uh, protocol in that do you just start saying their name and yeah we'll start them? saying and it then, <laughs> we want to thank giving... this week we're brought to you by bon and viv <laughs> you might notice my tattoo <laughs> that says bon and viv on my forehead <laughs> um, we should put before, before oh, we yes. get off this topic i we need to play this up because I, I first found out about this story uh my friend colin crawford tweeted about it and i was so blown away by the fact that jamaican police shot at jimmy buffett's plane yeah. while bono was on it yeah and then he wrote a song about it a pretty good tune which is called <laughs> jamaican mistake Jamaica Mistaka, <laughs> yeah. which is the funniest name in the world. Uh, so we're gonna listen is to it really on cat- Spotify. It's gotta be. Yeah. Yes, I was listening to it earlier. It's, okay. uh, we skipped like a minute in, uh, and he wrote it from the point of view of the Jamaican government, which I thought was interesting. Yes, yeah, with the apologizing. <laughs> yeah. He wrote a song of them apologizing to him. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> he feels like that's what they should have done. Yeah. Oh, this is a banana wind, right? Yeah, that's right. Banana wind. Now and then, the dragons come to call. Just when you least expect it, you'll be dodging cannonballs. I've seen too much not to stay in touch with a world made of love and luck. I got a big suspicion about ammunition. I never forget to duck. Come back. Come back. Back to don't you know we made a big mistake we'd be so sad if you told us goodbye and we promise not to 
That's uh, it's the best idea. Is if you want someone to apologize to you, you just write a song right. where they do it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm doing yes. that. I'm making a song from called their Point of View. It's it's uh, it's called uh, <laughs> Tom. I'm sorry from the perspective of Tommy, and it's <laughs> I should have paid you more for hosting my album recording. <laughs> I didn't give you a fair amount. <laughs> you didn't like the Venmo payment, which I did find concerning. <laughs> And I thought 30 bucks for two shows was good. Yeah. Took up your whole damn night. <laughs> made you go and <laughs> made you uh, go and give the light. <laughs> <laughs> the venue offered, but I said Tom can do it. <laughs> they were going to pay him extra, but I said, no, he's a friend of mine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I think we got a hit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good thing we're recording. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, so, uh, what is your background with the uh, Jimmy Buffett? So I uh, I had a roommate in college that introduced me to Jimmy Buffett, and that's when I started listening. But that's this is a number one a long time ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we won't get into my age. Like 2013? What are we talking about? Uh, you want to really know? I would I, love to know. Yeah, okay. So this kind of goes into the story I was just telling Tommy, but I started college in 91. Uh-huh. And that's why I, uh, I wanted to do this podcast when you did the Dave Matthews Band, because I right. grew up an hour from Charlottesville, Virginia. Yes. And uh, I started college the year they became a band. So they were playing ah, frat parties yes. at my college. And the oldest known video of them as a band is at my college. No wow. way. In this little tiny, like, uh, it's not even an auditorium. It was like a multi-purpose room. Yeah. Wow. It's, uh, yeah. Who do we have to do, Dave Matt? Let's delete that Patty episode. Moe. We'll just start a new one. You know what's funny is I saw it later and it was Patrick Monahan. I'm yeah. like, oh, yeah. the lead singer of Train came in and did Like, no wonder they wouldn't have me. And then I found out it was just some other schmo named Patrick Monahan. Yeah. I'm like, what? Hey, he's, <laughs> a great guy. he's a good friend. He's a good man. I'm sure he is. How was Dave Matthews that early? Were they electric? Was there magic? Yeah, it was. And there was something about it that you knew that. Like that they would be big. Like they were huge. Mm -hmm. I went to James Madison University and they were huge on campus. And uh, this was so long. Did you guys, were you ever aware of Magic Eye? Uh, posters. Oh yeah, of course. They were in dentist offices. Yeah, you had to look at them. I loved them. Yeah, (laughs) and the cover there first, I think it was like sort of self released. Was remember two things. It was just them holding up. Like it was a hand holding yeah. up two fingers, but you had to blur your eyes to see it. The everybody pride, had those everywhere. The pride that I felt about getting those, like getting good at those. Yeah, <laughs> when you finally figured so it out. So sad. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's you like don't get first it. Talent. Maybe someday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I loved I had like the books and stuff. I, did, yeah. I didn't know that the, they had an album cover that was like that. That's awesome. Yeah, it was called Remember Two Things. It's great. Yeah. What were the two things? You know what? I don't know that they ever mentioned it. <laughs> I should go back. That's classic Dave right yeah, there. Yeah, classic Dave. Damn. I am I, curious what they are. Yeah. Hmm. Well, we'll figure it out someday. But, yeah, so that sort of music, uh, did that, like, you were just into this type of music when you were younger? Yeah. And, and it's very college It makes it was, sense. It was super college Yeah. And uh, I think it came out the exact same year as uh, Pearl Jam's 10. Mm-hmm. So if you were at a party, they were playing uh, Dave Matthews or Pearl Jam. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was, you know, fun time to be in college. <laughs> they turned out to be great bands. But my uh, college roommate had a, like, um, Jimmy Buffett songs you know by heart, which yeah. is, 
like 12 songs I can't listen to anymore because you hear them everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah. the only thing people play when you, they talk about sure. Buffett. I think but we should he's even a phenomenal musician. I think we should just get people in the in the Jimmy Buffett mode by yeah. hearing one of those, like at yeah, least one, one of those songs, <laughs> anyway. or maybe just a quick medley. We'll do of, a quick, uh, yeah. Yeah. So these are the songs that we're talking about here. It's five o'clock somewhere. Alan well, Jackson. That's a new one. Oh wait, this is the Alan. Oh yeah, never mind. This yeah, is a newer yeah. one, but this that was is... one of the newest songs he's come. But we're talking about cheeseburger. Oh yeah, we're Paradise. talking about cheeseburger in paradise. Margarita. I just clicked on the first one that was on here. Yeah, fans. <laughs> So this is Cheeseburger in Paradise. This is the dolphins. Like People they are going to be so mad at how quickly you got out of Margaritaville. Eh, live. <laughs> You've got a lot of shit to do. <laughs> Don't even resolve the chorus. <laughs> Fuck the chorus. They know it. Yeah. What are they, children? Yeah. It's a one, four, five, and then a one. That's where we're headed. <laughs> that was Finn's. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Terrifying sound. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sounds very ominous and scary. Fins to the left and fins and right. And when she's talking about seeing the sun again, her son was kidnapped. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and if you want him back, you're going to have to go home from this bar with me. <laughs> uh, I've been using that line Starring for Starring Liam Neeson. <laughs> <laughs> I will say what I love about Cheeseburger in Paradise is it sounds like a Weird Al parody, but it is the right. original song. Yes. <laughs> a rare thing yeah. to happen. Yeah. That, yeah, it's, that's probably every song on that <laughs> song you know by heart. It sounds like a parody. I want to hear. I don't even know this song. The good thing, though, like I think he knows. Like a lot of this is sort of tongue tongue. Totally. Yeah, he knows he's being silly and funny. Sure. And, yeah. I want to hear. There's a song on here. I believe that's just called uh, "Let's Get Drunk." Or is it, oh yeah, or is it that is. On? Oh, why don't we get drunk? Yeah, I just want to hear drunk. a little bit of this real fast. Yeah. He stopped playing it. I think I know this. Actually. Another round of brew Honey, why don't we get drunk and screwed? Yep. <laughs> I, knew, I knew I knew that. Is there like a dramatic reason why he stopped? Uh, I think just probably at some point he saw, you know, a bunch of kids coming to the shows yep. and things. And it, you're like, all right. right. You know, I had kids <laughs> once. You know, yeah. You gotta. Sure, sure. Um, but yeah, it was, uh, 
uh, yeah, I was looking it up, and he said there's like 12 songs he has to play at every concert, or people will murder him. Yeah. <laughs> and that used to be one of them, but he stopped playing Wow. It. That's yeah. tough. Yeah. Man, what a hell that he's created for himself. <laughs> <Kind> of, yeah. <laughs> when I, I used to, I saw, I've probably seen maybe 10 of his concerts over oh, the years. Oh, wow. And they used to do a fun thing, because he's released 30 albums over his career. Jesus. Wow. It's insane. And if he doesn't put three of those songs on every one of the albums, people <laughs> yeah. fucking try to kill yeah. him. Yeah. <laughs> but he used to play a game called Stump the Reefers, because his band's called the Coral Reefer Band. Mm-hmm. And he would just have people shout out a tune from any of the oh my God. 30 <laughs> albums he's done. And like they won a prize or whatever. But I never saw them miss it. They didn't wow. No, they're crazy good at it. That is so. That's been his band the whole time. Yeah, but the thing is, like, it's one of those things where most of them stay stay the same. Like, there's a guy Mac McAnally who uh, played guitar with them, and uh, I think Robert Greenwich is the steel pan player. He's been with them forever. But it's the type of band you can pull people out and put people in, and no one really notices except right. for. Maybe Mac McAnally. Yeah, people say that about this podcast. <laughs> yeah, either one of us could, yeah. could go at any point. <laughs> right, you just pop another guy in Tommy's seat, and you know, hey, <laughs> wait, why is this a dynamic? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Tony, it was a Tommy, it almost works. <laughs> I, I will say it's probably easier to remember all the songs when they're all three chords. I think right. that helps. Damn. <laughs> you know what's funny though? That's the crazy thing to me is like when I was in college, I started listening to uh, sort. I don't know if we'll call them deep cuts <laughs> from yeah, the yeah, yeah. Buffett cattle. Yeah. But there's a lot, and I was learning to play guitar at the time, and there's some really, like one of the tunes I put on the play, playlist mm-hmm. is in a really wacky key. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, it's really tough to play. So I think he's a pretty great musician, but the things that people kind of rallied around were the one, four, five, one yeah, yeah, songs. Yeah. yeah. Which, uh, which song are we talking here? Uh, 12 Volt Man. It's in like F 12 Volt Man. Yeah. And it's a, ba- it's a beach ballad. So I'm sorry we're starting off with a. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is this not working? Did I screw it up? There it is. There we go. I never got a grip on penmanship Could never make the small elves flow Seldom found the trick to arithmetic Three plus two be four <laughs> But as for some palm trees Or tales from the South Seas I just might turn your head I never had the clouds to knock one out But hitting was the name of my game Standing on third as the coach is conferred Close to my first claim to fame Just give me the steel sign I'll make home late night And I just might turn somewhere Sometimes I may get a little rasty Sometimes I just let my 
So such a baseball fan. Yeah. Baseball <laughs> yeah. Man. I think he's a Cubs fan. Is he really? Oh, I you're just trying so. to fucking... I'm not, no, actually, <laughs> we know what you're doing. No, I did see your Cubs things in here. <laughs> I'm wearing a Cubs I, shirt right now. <laughs> I think uh, I think he is. My best friend who I was just talking to on the phone, uh, one of my best friends, I, he said he saw them at Wrigley Field, and they yeah. turned kind of Wrigleyville into like every single bar in Wrigleyville turns into like a Hawaiian bar for oh, that right. night. And, like, that's cool. Just, yeah, it's supposed to be like very fun yeah. when he's in town. Yeah, that's yeah. one of his live albums, was live from Wrigley. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah, yeah, so right. I, th- I think that might... Might be right. It could be, or maybe he just wore like a Cubs jersey when he did the concert. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm remembering. What kind of? Where have you seen him at? Like, was it? What kind of venues was it? Um, I I used to see him in Virginia a lot. Okay, um, yeah, yeah. So probably Nissan Pavilion. And I'm trying to think if I've ever seen him at Jones Beach. That's what he does when he comes to New York. Is that I kind think of the classic? So, yeah. Oh, that yeah, makes yeah. sense. Yeah, we should go. Yeah, yeah. I, I heard he's a struggling artist. <laughs> yeah, you <gotta> support <laughs> the mom and pop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, I think he's down to two what, private jets. <laughs> what <laughs> one of them got like, shot down. What are the <laughs> yeah. other fans like when you go to these shows? It's uh, that's a like when I made the playlist, I put some live tunes in there because that's kind of the thing uh-huh. is to go to these concerts and to tailgate. They are. Uh, they're insane. Yeah. <laughs> it's a crazy the scene. Sure. Yeah. Right. The parrot head. And people, you know, put shark fins on their uh, cars. And yeah. Stuff. Oh, wow. It, but it's a blast. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. You know, I like a girl who gives that parrot head. That parrot head. head. You yep. know? <laughs> <laughs> they sit, repeat everything you say. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I ask, well, partially because obviously there's a reputation amongst uh, the fans at a Jimmy Buffett show. Yeah. But I found this article that I love from the Boston Magazine. It says, "Fan." Uh, it, the headline is, Mansfield Police to Jimmy Buffett Fans. Buckets aren't toilets. <laughs> so speak on that. <laughs> There's like several pictures of buckets oh, with no. toilet seats on them. <laughs> Isn't that every tailgating scene, though? See, no. No? <laughs> well, Dave Matthews, for sure. Right, yeah. right. That's one of the two things he wanted you to remember. <laughs> Buckets aren't toilets. And then uh, you take them, you dump them in a river. Don't dump them in the Chicago River. Yeah. It makes sure a boat's going underneath (laughs) when you do that. Um, Let's see. Oh, I found some song facts about uh, 12 Old Man, by the way. Uh, Mike Nesmith, a member of the Monkees, once told Buffett about a man he ran into down in Baja, who is the unknown inspiration for this song. During the Baja race, Mike broke down in the middle of nowhere and went to a small village to wait for his repair team. He ran into an American, a fisherman who lived in a small hut with what he called the essentials. <laughs> a shit bucket. And, uh, <laughs> bucket with a toilet seat on it. <laughs> uh, he had a collection of Buffett's albums, packaged margarita mix from America, an old wearing blender, and a tape recorder hooked up to a peculiar power system made out of a Honda generator and a Sears Diard battery. It seems he would fish yeah. all week, and on Friday nights, he and his friends would hook up the blender and tape player and make margaritas while they sang along to Buffett songs. The ceremony would last until the gas for the generator dried up. What a bad way to use a generator. <laughs> <laughs> or the greatest those, way yeah. to use a generator. People use generators to keep hospitals <laughs> alive. <laughs> Not oh, this boy. guy. <laughs> I like how it says the Baja race, as if everyone, anyone would know the well, Baja you, race. Oh, you, you didn't enter this year into the Baja race? <laughs> I missed the deadline by a day. <laughs> Um, Buffett has said on uh, many occasions that this is one of his favorite songs. Mm. Yeah, one of mine too. 
Yeah, it was a, a nice little nice little ditty. Yeah. I'll say it's up a, top that I didn't know any of the songs you picked. Yeah, I didn't either. Right. That I was know the hits. My, yeah, that's, that was sort of my goal coming in here is to pick a bunch of things no one had ever heard. And you could listen and go, oh. That dude's not that bad. He's right. more talented than you think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah he is very talented. Um, what is your background with uh, with the Buff Man? I just, yeah, I just knew the hits and uh, I, I enjoyed them. You know, I yeah. have fun. Uh, it definitely reminds me of being like a freshman in college. Uh, I had a period where I would, uh, you know, people call me Tommy Vacay, Tommy Vacation, because I'd put on a Hawaiian shirt and I wouldn't go to class for a couple of days and just get drunk. And uh, this music is kind of emblematic of that. I wish time. that was Tommy's my still, story. Tommy still does that. that. <laughs> Every once in a while, he just doesn't call into work. He's <laughs> I just come home. He's wearing a Hawaiian shirt. Got a generator in the apartment. Yeah, <laughs> we have electricity, Tommy. Doesn't matter. It's not the way it's done. <laughs> Tastes better when I run it off the generator. Boy, um, yeah, I was really into. I think I was into Margaritaville when it came. It was right up my alley. Just yeah. a sad man <laughs> who uh, a woman had left in some way, and who. He knew he'd done wrong. Well, there's some nice accountability in there. That's yeah. true. A yeah. lot of people yeah. don't give him credit for that. Some people say there's a woman to blame. Who's saying that? <laughs> but in Jamaica, <laughs> mistake, uh, he fully blames the Jamaican uh, government. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he should do and apologizes for them. <laughs> <laughs> That's maybe what uh, <laughs> that Margaritaville is about, too. Is like really it's the perspective of like somebody else who's like, eh, some people say it's a woman to blame, but it's his own damn fault. And the guy who it's about is like, what the fuck? It was a woman to blame. Yeah. She stole my car. I told you the whole story twice. <laughs> uh, drink your margarita, bitch. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was into that. They opened a cheeseburger in paradise in my hometown in Bloomington. Did you go? I did, and I didn't know that it was connected to the song. <laughs> I had no <laughs> idea about the song. I knew the food before I knew the song. And I, I wonder say, what the difference overrated. is, because they have Margaritaville. That's a restaurant right. chain, yeah. Yes. And What's the, the difference between that and the Cheeseburger in Paradise? Well, I think, Maybe that, a smaller... I think that it... Uh, well, actually, let's look at the menus. It's <laughs> <laughs> our famous segment. Let's look at the menus. Let's go to the menus. Uh, yeah, because I don't know, actually. I was about to answer that I have a feeling one is very margarita-themed and one is very <laughs> burger-themed. Uh, While you look that up, uh, were you aware of the Jimmy Buffett musical that was running uh, yeah. recently? Yeah. Uh, well, we're talking about... This is probably 20 years ago, right? No, there's, there's a recent, recent run uh, called, I believe it's called Escape to Margarita. It's either Escape to oh, or from. From, from sounds like it <laughs> No, I didn't know that from. One. There was one he did back in from. like 98 called uh, Watch Out for 9-11. <laughs> it's coming. Yeah, it wasn't really successful. No, no, uh, is it Don't Stop the Carnival? Oh, I don't know. Oh, I don't know this one. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, the recent one was running in Chicago. Oh, okay. And I know because my family went to it. I oh, was nice. not there, but my mom and my sisters went, so I texted them, kind of asking yeah. <laughs> for their thoughts. Did they like it? They all loved it, <laughs> which I was surprised That's by. That's funny. But I, I, uh, my mom was complimenting it and also said it reminded me of the eighth grade plays from our school, <laughs> which uh, is not a compliment. No. But, That's, yeah. but then so I asked, like, what happens in it? And she said, uh, a sing-along to Why Don't We Get Drunk and Screw. Oh, uh, there's a buried treasure. There's a volcano eruption and a fiancé <laughs> who controls his future bride eating, eat, his future bride's eating. So she rebels by eating a cheeseburger, which is how they get into cheeseburger paradise and then dumps him. The characters were all trashed in most of the scenes. Uh, yeah, my sister said she loved it, and then my other sister didn't say anything. And I said, 
your silence is deafening. And she said, all I remember is loving it. So she might have been drunk, too. I have a feeling your family was hammered. Yep. Yeah. This is not a good... I don't think they let you in if you're not. Yeah. That was like... Uh, uh, who was the uh, who's the comic that just did this Netflix special for drummers, where you had to Fred Armisen, yeah Armisen, oh, and yes. you had to play like a drum before you went in. Is that what was that what they did? Yeah, yeah. Oh, this, wow. In the intro, it shows everybody playing a little drum pad, <laughs> but for the margarita really thing, they get hammered on margaritas <laughs> before they allow you yeah. into All right. the theater. I'm looking at menus here. I feel like we're trying to decide where to go to eat tonight. I would love if we went to one of these restaurants. I will say, yeah. I I always wanted to like Cheeseburger in Paradise more than I did, and it was a little overpriced, especially yeah. for Indiana. It's like 17 bucks for a burger or something yeah. like that, or maybe it was 14 but it was like one of those places where the sides weren't included or something. Right. <laughs> I hate that. that yeah, it drives me worst. insane. The first time I encountered that, I was like... Uh, check, please. <laughs> Is that what you said? And uh, put uh, hopefully put with fries that intonation. In <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's very burger heavy. We have wings at Cheeseburger in Paradise. We have nachos, fajitas. It's a lot. Yeah. They, they also have mai tais. I don't know if they have margaritas at all on this menu. Maybe that's the difference. I'm seeing. Is it possible this is not Jimmy Buffett associated? Like oh, it's gotta be the unauthorized. Uh, yeah. It's got to be. I mean, you would think he owns the copyright to Cheeseburger and Paradise. He must. Right? He must have the. There's no, okay. Let's look that up. But why as wouldn't well. they just call them all Margaritaville? That's a good. Uh, fuck. <laughs> we should have done more research. Oh before. no! <laughs> this podcast sucks. <laughs> we don't know shit. Why wouldn't uh, they call them all just Margarita? <laughs> <laughs> I would have gotten more fucking royalties. <laughs> Let's see here. Uh, damn it. Have Sorry, you been I'm to a margarita? Yeah, I have. Did actually, you enjoy it? Fairly recently, actually. <laughs> Shockingly recently. Within the last uh, three months. Oh, shit. That is yeah, crazy. we went to vacation down in Myrtle Beach, and we went to go, like, they have this, I think it's Gosh. called Boardwalk on the Beach, but I don't think it's on the beach. <laughs> Good. Yeah, yeah. But they had a margarita bill there. We're like, hey, this looks fun. Let's yeah. do this. It was oh. a good time. My God! Sorry, what do we uh, got? I found this is this is crazy to me. But your theories were correct. You had oh. a hunch, and you were right. Cheeseburger in Paradise Whoa. was a casual dining restaurant chain in the U.S., but is now a single restaurant in Secaucus, New Jersey. The first one opened in 2002 in Indianapolis as wow. a theme restaurant for the song Cheeseburger in Paradise. Yeah, the chain was a partnership of Buffett's company uh, based uh, Margarita Holdings. But but but. With the licensing, let's see here. Oh, somewhere it said that he has nothing to do with it. God damn it. Uh, in September 2009, Cheeseburger in Paradise was sold to Paradise Restaurants, LLC. Jimmy Buffett was only a royalty partner receiving 2% of profits until selling Paradise uh, Restaurant Group the rights to the song Cheeseburger in Paradise. Somewhere in here it said that he, they, he sued them. But I'm not seeing where. It's funny to picture Jimmy Buffett's lawyer. He's got like a lay around his suit. <laughs> <play. laughs> Shows up oh. in flip flops and a swimsuit. I am. In, I I read the. It was on the short like thing. Yeah. But it says uh, there was another restaurant chain named Cheeseburger uh, Cheeseburger Restaurants in California, and uh, they named uh, Cheeseburger. They named one of their restaurants Cheeseburger Paradise, and he sued them. This one restaurant. Wow. Bold move. The balls on that place. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, but yeah, I think it just failed because it sucked. Right. <laughs> the one in Indiana did not. It wasn't very busy. Uh, let's see Margaritaville, what we got here. Yeah, those places are murdering it. <laughs> 
It looks like it's pretty similar. <laughs> <laughs> they have chicken the fajitas. They place. don't have. They're not big. Oh, they have burgers in paradise. Of course they do. It's the same goddamn thing. I feel like a real fool for having you and spend any time on this. <laughs> but we learned a lot. Let's get drunk and chew. Huh? Is that something? That's good. You should open that restaurant. <laughs> Uh, Should we listen to another tune? Let's hear Stars on the Water. Uh, you know what? Should I skip it? Uh, I, I will w- say, you sent us eight songs. We normally do six. Yes. So any <laughs> that you're feeling like cutting. We're going to have to cut this one because it's actually a George Strait song. I love George Strait, by the way. Let's Tommy, listen to it anyway. Strait? <laughs> I know who he is. I don't. Uh... Oh, I'm a big George Strait fan. This is a great tune. Oh, yeah, I know this song. Strike that from the record. That doesn't count. Yeah, there was one lyric I didn't know what it was. I didn't know how picky we were going to get about defending my music. So I'm like, I better know what this dude's saying. And I looked up the lyrics and it said, you know, by George Strait. I'm like, oh, man, I got to pull that one out of the uh, rotation. That's so funny. Uh, Yeah, I'm a big, uh, I mean, I don't stand by him now, but when I was a kid, I used to love George Strait. I don't know. Yeah, I was a big country boy back in the day. The cool thing with Buffett, too, is because he's, you know, he's 72 years old. He's been making music since he was 20. Mm -hmm. He started out in Nashville. So if you go back to the early albums, there's a very, like, country sound to it. Like, uh, Great Filling Station Hold Up uh, has a very, like, almost twang. His voice is different. surprised by this song when I was doing the playlist. Yeah. yeah. I guess I knew he was kind of country adjacent from like the Alan Jackson <laughs> yeah, pairing that I'd heard. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And he has like an early album. I think it's even called Before the Beach that I think got released later, but it was recorded in Nashville. Mm. But it's just it has nothing to do with the beach or anything. Um, and then he sort of became this Caribbean uh, rock, beach rock sort of dude. Yeah. Well, I like the, I like I'm a fan of that type of country. Yeah, uh, like a storytelling. Like, yeah, it's a fun. He has uh, so fun many thing. like so many songs that are stories. Yeah, um, one called "The Captain and the Kid." He talks about his grandfather getting older. He was a uh, captain on a boat. Uh, we may have listened to that at the live one. So we did a live episode in Indiana where uh, Jonas Schroth defended it, but we didn't get oh, the nice. tape of it. Gotcha. But we heard a couple of these songs where I was like surprised. Yeah, to hear a lot that of he stories. had a different style to him. There's another. Uh, I like uh, it's a it's another ballad, but when the coast is clear, okay, which is see. on the list. 
when the coast is clear. This and is it's from a Florida guy talking days. about he lives uh, like in a beach town in, in like September when all the crowds go away and they're closing down the hangout. It's way too sad. <laughs> but he talks about when he gets like to like listen to himself again when he gets to think. Yeah. The kids are back in school. The tourist traps are empty. They can see about almost like it used to be. Before the circus came to town That's when it always happens The same time every year I come down to talk to me When the coast is clear You hear that string section? Yeah, I like the string. Oh man, who don't put strings in their songs anymore? Get the strings back. <laughs> Give us a string. He did a different version of that. He had done a uh, like a fundraiser when the uh, BP oil spill happened in the Gulf. He Ooh. did a big giant concert down there uh-huh. to raise money and to also get people to come back to the Gulf Coast. Ah. Uh, and I think it was like they gave away all the tickets. It was all free and. I don't know how he'd end up donating money from that. <laughs> Maybe the trick was to get people to come yeah, back. Yeah, it is a the, little contradictory. They, yeah, yeah, yeah. they opened up a margarita <laughs> yeah, then, on, yeah. on top of Crack the oil that was floating on the water. <laughs> yeah. Before we move on from this song, I have to take issue with the lyric, Hello, Mr. Yeah, I was other gonna say, me. Mr. Other Me. <laughs> yes. That sucks. <laughs> yeah, that sucks so much. Wait, is the yeah. idea that he's actually there is he's another schizophrenic. guy? <laughs> right, yeah. He said that they were drinking and smoking yeah. together. We can't be schizophrenic shaming on this That's show, right. Tommy. You're right. Easy. You're right. Classic Tommy always schizophrenic. Yeah, we got the dynamic. We did it. <laughs> <laughs> Two on one. We won't do that when it's Tom and Tony's show. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys attack me a little bit. That'll be fun. I'm going to host a show with Mr. Other Me. Oh, no. <laughs> you just fall in love. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Let's hear another song. Let's yeah. hear um, Love and Luck live. Yeah. Don't ever try to change it. We're just players in this game. No one's keeping score So have your fun Go ahead and tell your story Find yourself a lover Who will glue you to the floor Everybody needs A little good luck charm A little grigri keeps you safe from harm Rub yours on me And I rub my 
Can we play the end of this one? Because I really like the end of it. The last like 30 seconds, I thought was really good. When the backup singers really get going. Damn, I Yeah, yeah, she's great. Who was that? Do we know? Is that I, you can check? There's just at least one very consistent backup singer he's had yeah. for a long time, and I think that might be her. She was great. Yeah, um, I might even if you said the name, I'd know it. Hmm. Yeah, Christina Aguilera. That might be. That's it. the only one I have. <laughs> <laughs> that might be. It. Uh, before we get uh, any further into the show, we need to take a quick break to talk about Swifto. Swifto.com. Have you heard of it, Tommy? Well, first of all, Swifto is what I used to call myself as a male Taylor Swift fan. But now there's a new name. There's a new Swifto in town. <laughs> and it's a great And it's company. more than just one guy. <laughs> <laughs> and one, more than one guy who knows her address <laughs> in Tribeca. <laughs> so this is for our New York listeners only, uh, you big apple-eating bastards. <laughs> uh, Swifto dog walking. Hey, you got to work, and you don't have time to take that little doggy out as often as you want. You need a good dog walker, right? You see those dogs just looking out the window like, walk me, please, and get me out of this man's house. <laughs> why, why won't he leave? <laughs> he keeps calling himself a Swifto. <laughs> I don't understand. I wish we had the real Swifto here to walk me around. Yeah. Uh, Swifto uh, provides one-on-one GPS track dog walks. So you can make sure your dog walker isn't just lounging around your house looking through your magazines, your precious, dirty magazines, yes. and your uh, and your little underwear drawer, uh, you know, eating all your snacks. Did you ever <laughs> walk dogs? No, you did, though, right? Yeah, I did. And you look, people ride your dogs and stuff if you're not careful. That's Is that why what you were doing? <laughs> well, I, I, can't, I can't incriminate myself here, but look. I have some beautiful photos of me riding a Dalmatian. And you were not working for Swifto. We no, no, that that's clear. the thing. If you don't work, for, if you don't get Swifto, you're going to get a sick fuck like me walking <laughs> your little pup, and you don't want that. These people are vetted. Uh, they're good dog walkers, and like I said, this is GPS tracked, so you know what's exactly what's going on there. Uh, like I said, yeah, I used to be one. Yeah, Swifto's good. Also, they offer overnight stays and pickups and drop-offs in New York City. Uh, the walks and visits can range anywhere from 20 minutes to four hours. And if it lasts to four hours, call your doctor. <laughs> uh, Jesus Christ. Uh, they're rated five stars on Yelp, and they cover all of Manhattan, Astoria, Long Island City, and Queens, and most of Brooklyn. And here's where the pod comes Weirdly, along. the part of Brooklyn that they don't cover is specifically our apartment. Yeah, that's pretty <laughs> crazy. There's one circle around our place. <laughs> uh, it's a... Uh, if you use uh, promo code BAND, that's B-A-N-D, all lowercase, you're going to get... B-A-N-N-E-D, like Tom from Victoria's Secret. <laughs> <laughs> or B-A-N-N-E-D, like Tommy from Toys R Us. God damn it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you're going to get your first two walks for free. That's right. Your dog will get his steps in for the day with two free walks. When you go to Swifto.com, put in promo code BAND, you'll be doing me and the Mac Man a little fla- favor, a little flavor, 
because we get a little piece of that action, if you know what I'm talking about. It's a great company. Sorry for all the jokes we made. <laughs> no, they love it. They're sick. <laughs> the listeners, not Swifto. We love Swifto. Uh, Swifto.com for all your dog walking needs in New York City. Promo code band. Back to the show. All right, we're back. Uh, thanks, Tony, for stepping away. <laughs> he didn't even did want to look at us while we did <laughs> he that. He couldn't look at us while we shill ourselves we'll out. Sellouts. <laughs> Unlike Jimmy Buffett, who has never sold out. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, back to Jimmy Buffett. Uh, Before we get too far into the show, I think it's time. (laughs) I've been dreading this part of the show very uh, deeply because I feel like it's going to change the tone of the episode. (laughs) Do we have to do it? We must do it. All right. We are legally bound. We (laughs) We are legally obligated. Away we go. (laughs) Uh, So in addition to um, our thoughts on Jimmy Buffett, we also like to go to our our resonant snob, I'd call him, our friend and foe of the podcast, Jared Thompson. This is Jared. This is Jared, the (laughs) owner of the beautiful Comedy Attic and even more beautiful Bloomington, Indiana, the co-founder of the Limestone Comedy Festival, and my dear friend, uh, uh, Jared likes to give us a, his thoughts on whatever band we're doing, and I I already know this is gonna oh, be. Oh, I, I know this, this is, is gonna be a rough one. Yeah. So <laughs> I just want to give you the heads up. Um, here is our segment. They went to Jared. What's up, y'all? It's this week's they went to Jared. The boys uh, somehow found a guest <laughs> willing to go on the record and defend white nationalist Jimmy Buffett. I don't know if that's true, but let's just. Who cares? Uh, so, I, I mean, this... This is... This is... Uh, this is... We may have hit rock bottom, honestly, because, like, there are just things that you don't even think... Of. When, when making an all-time worst band's artist's songs list, Jimmy Buffett doesn't even... Con- it's like... In sync or like MC Hammer or something where it's like you just don't take it seriously enough to even put it on a list. Like I know that I give Bare Naked Ladies 311, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Sublime a lot of shit. But like they at least somehow made it into the realm of being graded. Jimmy Buffett is so white and terrible and just fucked up that it's not even worth even talking about. It's just, this is music for just people who just absolutely have decided that they just do not like music. And they just want some sort of like party atmosphere that it doesn't even have, music doesn't even have to be playing. Like they just want to like do the stupid like Captain Morgan pose. But like that's that's what Jimmy Buffett fans are. They're the Captain Morgan pose come to life and somehow gathered at a concert. I mean, this guy is so obnoxious in his regular life. He's been thrown out of, like, basketball games, heat games. He's just a piece of shit all the way around. And, man, this is, like, right on the heels of whoever it was, uh, fucking Shaggy. I just don't, I don't know, man. Fuck. Bye. Oh my god! Uh, that, one, that one came with a video, and it's just him decapitating a live parrot. <laughs> yeah, he sounds like a real, real fun dude. <laughs> it's a it, video of a monkey. Incidentally, might I go on record saying he made no critique of the music whatsoever? Uh, he had no specific <laughs> issue with it. 
Oh, he did get. I didn't know this. Uh, he got ejected from a heat game. I don't. Do you have you heard this story? No, what happened? Yeah, yeah I think I, he swore. Oh, uh, you can't. Do who that. goes to a sports event and doesn't say fuck? <laughs> yeah, that's uh, very funny. The Captain Morgan pose. That <laughs> you have been doing that the whole episode. In, in, well, in Jared's defense, in his defense, <laughs> it was it's only because you didn't offer me a chair. <laughs> <laughs> we don't give our guests chairs. Maybe if some of the Swifto money comes in, we can get a third chair. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was funny that he said that it was for people who don't like music, since you were a music major. At yeah, school, right? I have yeah. a master's degree in music. <laughs> so take that, Jared. <laughs> Uh yeah, I'm very, I, this is one where I kind of wish we did have Jared. Like Jared, send in your uh, answer to this, and then we'll we'll talk about it maybe in another episode. So I I looked up uh, this ejection. Um, let's see, NBA referee Joe Forte isn't a parrot head. Apparently, he ejected Jimmy Buffett from his seat along the baseline at Sunday's game between the Knicks and the Heat. Uh, he said he tossed Buffett for using profanity. He was there with his son, says uh, Coach Pat Riley, who had a front row seat for the commotion. I don't think it was that bad. I mean, come on, a few words. The altercation delayed the game several minutes in the fourth quarter. Heat officials said Buffett, whose fans are called Parrot Heads, you said that twice, <laughs> was escorted to another seat in the arena for the remainder of the game. He was using profanity. There was a little boy sitting next to him and a lady sitting next to him. I want to know what words he said. This ref sucks. Yeah, this yeah. article sucks, too. This is from the Los Angeles Times. <laughs> it sounds like this guy just wasn't a parrot head. Yeah. <laughs> I want to say about the the white nationalist thing. I was like, maybe uh, Jimmy Jimmy Buffett seems like he could be in the realm of, like, Trump guys. No, he said... It's the opposite. Yeah, yeah. he said, yeah, Democrat. He's a dim... He uh, started a uh, charity to save the manatees. Right. Oh, wow. <laughs> He's a Democrat. Yeah. <laughs> we try to uh, stay down the middle on this show. Oh, right. So he's, what, what would we call that? Uh, a Democrat. <laughs> uh, no, uh, yeah, he, over the weekend, this is, um, I don't know exactly you what You know who his favorite was. politician is? Bernie Sanders. Because <laughs> of the peach. Did you hear That's that? That's true. I, I got, <laughs> I got Well, I liked That's it. That's great. <laughs> Uh, let's see here. Over the weekend, seeing legend Jimmy Buffett campaigned for Florida's big governor race, supporting Democrat Andrew Gillum, and even tweaked the lyrics to his song Come Monday to make his point at the Get Out the Vote rally in West Palm Beach, not far from Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago. The, uh, Mar-a-Lago. the crooner saying, come Tuesday, things will change. Come Tuesday, we're making a change. It's been two year, two insane years. Time to really switch gears. Was this for the last midterms? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, it looks like he got his ass. That's what I would say. Uh, and a lot of people tweeted at him like, "Hey, I used to, <laughs> this one tweet I really liked from this guy P Dog nine nine nine. He writes, "Sorry, Jimmy Buffett was a loyal fan for years. Ignored the <laughs> ignored the political pot shots and played them off as your gypsy soul." <laughs> <laughs> but Jesus. no more. This longtime fan is done. It's been a lovely cruise. It's kind of beautiful. That's well written. <laughs> For a guy that's shit. I think on. that was written by the other me. <laughs> Mister. Oh, I'm sorry, Mr. Other Me. I'm sure Jimmy Buffett's billion dollar fortune is really gonna miss this guy. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of tweets like that. So he, uh, in his defense he's not like a white nationalist guy or whatever. Yeah. 
There is a weird thing with Jimmy Buffett, though, I would like to ask you about. Where right. is this weird uh, just be on the beach party attitude, but also he's like such a big businessman? <laughs> like there's so many it, ventures. There, yeah, weird. there's a, it's a, yeah, weird dichotomy. Yeah, for yeah. if it had only been all the music and, you know, he just made all that money oh, yeah. just being the dude. But, yeah, there's the restaurants. And, that, I mean, they're opening uh, uh, retirement homes. That's the weirdest one. That is the <laughs> weirdest <laughs> one. Can we look that up? Because I'm very interested in that and I don't know. Yeah, I just heard about, about that like six months ago. It's like the craziest. And I was like, well, that is kind of how I want to spend my retirement. <laughs> oh, is at the beach? <laughs> Uh, He's got a point there. Here. So it's in Daytona Beach. It looks like a retirement community. It does not have good reviews. Oh, let's see. Oh, this is not. What I, oh shit! I was hoping this was like a Google review sort of deal. Um, yeah, I mean they they, they exist. All right. Uh, retired Jimmy Buffett style to Margaritaville <laughs> themed retirement community. That is such a sad yeah, <laughs> sounding a, thing. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, let's Bunch see. of old people slow dancing to <laughs> Cheeseburger in Paradise. Oh, Apparently, yeah. he's already purchased himself a home in the first location. Why would he need to do that? <laughs> he doesn't. <laughs> he's got a home in the Hamptons. Ooh. Yeah. Damn. Uh, the first of several planned 55 and better retirement communities will be in Daytona Beach, Florida. Uh, this, I like these, that. Not 55 and older. Yep. Better. 55 and better. Uh, <laughs> These new communities called Latitude Margaritaville are reportedly a collaboration between Buffett's company, Margaritaville Holdings. It's hard to say Margaritaville 5,000 times (laughs) in the show. Uh, And developer Minto Communities. What if it was, and Dr. Kevorkian? (laughs) (laughs) They're going to drown you in margarita (laughs) and uh, and embalm you in margarita salt. Uh, It's a death... Uh, to be, <laughs> uh, let's see here. Latitude Margaritaville says that their locations are inspired by the legendary music and lifestyle of singer, songwriter, and best-selling author Jimmy Buffett, and that your new home in paradise features exciting recreation, fantastic dining, <laughs> and, <laughs> and live entertainment. That'd be so great if you went to one of those restaurants. It's terrible. You were like, I thought this place was going to be fantastic. I like, no, we promised you fantastic. Now get the fuck out. <laughs> what is his book? I, He's written I, a bunch of books. Really? Yeah. I read his biography was A Pirate Looks at 50. A pirate right. looks at 50. Okay. Yeah. Because one of the songs is A Pirate Looks at 40, 40. correct? Yeah. I see. Yep. Uh, yeah, let's. Is that on the playlist here? Or it's I think we listened not, to that but with you can Jonas. Find it. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Latitude Margaretville is uh, that's those who want to grow older, not grow up. <laughs> Dad, please, you said you were going to send me to college. Uh, I'm growing older. <laughs> I ain't growing up, brother. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Residents of the Daytona Beach community will reportedly have access to a town square and band shell for live entertainment, a fitness center, theater, bar and restaurant, pool, tennis courts, walking trails, and access to a private beach club on the Atlantic Ocean. Come on. Healthcare Tell will me that also doesn't be sound awesome. It does sound. I'd like that. Right I gotta now. say, it does sound pretty good. Should we all just retire? Let's get yeah. home. Let's get some fake IDs. Yeah. Where we're 55 and older and, uh, and move in. I'm growing older. I'm getting close. You guys can be my caretakers there. 
<laughs> Sponge baths. It's just a cheeseburger <laughs> sauce. Um, Ew. Yeah, it's pretty gross. Yeah, that's a uh, <laughs> bath was gross enough. Yeah, <laughs> and no. then you had to say cheeseburger sauce. Sauce. <laughs> Apparently, uh, I was reading an article. This is a New York Times article. Jimmy Buffett doesn't live the Jimmy Buffett lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jimmy Buffett awoke one morning last year in one of his many homes. He can't remember which one. <laughs> that's such a douchey start. <laughs> and a panic gripped him in his throat. His How did new- they know? <laughs> His new Broadway musical, Escape to Margaritaville, was coming along nicely, but something was off. It wasn't the music. They'd been careful to include a finely titrated playlist of crowd pleasers. It wasn't the book. The TV writers Greg Garcia and uh, Mike O'Malley managed to strike a balance of goofy, accessible romantic comedy and some deep cuts for the paired heads. Greg Garcia? I didn't know that these like guys. My name is Earl. Guy? Yeah, my name is Earl and Raising Hope, and yeah. Michael Malley uh, from yeah. Shameless, and yep. uh, a couple other. He's he was big. Uh, yes, dear, I believe Michael yeah. Malley was part of. God, yeah, that yeah. show. What a show! Um, <laughs> uh, it wasn't the casting. Uh, so what could it be? The writers were refining the characters and their motivations. He felt pretty good about that. The producers were taking great care of the show experience as well. They had decided to deluge the audience with beach balls at the end, which Mr. Buffett would thought would be fun and memorable. But it wasn't that either. He searched his mind and his heart, and still nothing. In the shadow of the early morning light across his bedroom, in either Palm Beach or St. Bart's or Sag Harbor or Los Angeles or Waikiki or New York, Mr. Buffett realized he needed to find the answer. And then it's just pictures of him as a boy. He's Canadian, Mr. Buffett said, meaning I guess that Mr. Nolan maybe doesn't know about tans. <laughs> Get to a tanning salon, Mr. Buffett told Mr. Nolan. How could you have a bar singer beach bum in the Caribbean who wasn't tan? To me, it was essential to the part. Tourists in Margaritaville are white and turn red. You need to be tan, Mr. Nolan <laughs> agreed, and relief coursed through Mr. Buffett's body. Phew, that was close. <laughs> This is the New York Times? Uh, yeah, this is a New York Times article. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I think that was the main problem with the show. Um, but yeah, I think this is mostly about how he doesn't do all the shit that he talks about in his songs. He's sponge cake. I wonder, does he drink still? Let's see. It's too long of an article to read all of it, but I did like the tan part. That, he, that was an <laughs> issue that he had with the show. Yeah, this is way too long this to get to. This is a novel. Yeah, yeah very That's long. It's like that old great Jim Gaffigan joke. About you start reading. Oh yeah, continued on page six. Not not for, for me. me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's hear some more music. Uh, yeah. Let's listen to "Breathe In, Breathe Out, Move On." So this was uh, this was written uh, for Hurricane Katrina, I believe. Ooh. Okay, yeah. All right, here we it's about go. getting over like tragic shit. This is for all of us right now. That's the way you get through any difficulty in life. Breathe in, breathe out. Move on. I bought a cheap watch from the crazy man floating down the canal. It doesn't use numbers and moving hands It always just says now Now you may be thinking that I was happy This watch is never wrong 
<laughs> I thought I, like I took you off guard. No, yeah. I like. I thought that was funny to end it right there. <laughs> this is good. Just <laughs> when they start talking about the hurricane. Yeah, that's enough. Yeah, it was written that. for Katrina. Uh, yeah. It talks about punch, like punch train, mm-hmm. ah. leaking through the door. We're actually sponsored I think, uh, by Crazy Man Watches. That's true. <laughs> Crazy Man, they don't dick. <laughs> they just say but now. They do get you dick <laughs> for women who are horny. <laughs> uh, in addition, I, I liked a lot of that song. The the they seemed a little out of key there for a little that bit. That was a yeah, that was a live one, and they actually that wasn't him singing for Katrina. It was oh. another him and just like a local musician. I think yeah. another hurricane had hit the Gulf. So they have Caroline Carolyn yeah. Jones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Right. Yeah. Um, but I there's, did a, like her there's voice an though. album version of that. I see. Uh, I see. Uh, but yeah, I liked that. That was yeah, a nice a little tune. song. Yeah. Um, in addition to going to Jared, uh, we also <laughs> Do we go to someone. We also go to an even, even meaner. Even Come on, get out of here. <laughs> we no, go to your we... grade school bully. <laughs> <laughs> and now he's going to talk about you personally. <laughs> it's nothing to do. <laughs> Has nothing to do with Buffett. Yeah. Um, Wouldn't that be to... great? <laughs> we should do that one of these. Episodes. You really should. <laughs> Maybe we could do it to Tim. Oh, Tim's our That's the only man one we, we could bully. do it to. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think that's it. Uh, so in addition to going to Jerry, we also go to the people who are on my Facebook friends list. When I, and I posted, we're talking Jimmy Buff tonight on the podcast. If you got thoughts, a lot of thoughts Oof. on old Jimmy Buffs. <laughs> uh, a lot of positive thoughts on Jimmy Buffs, too. That's good. Ashley Hamilton, friend of the show, uh, says Jimmy Buffett isn't music. It's a lifestyle, and it's the only lifestyle. Oh, there you go. Uh, let's see, Monali Rahani, my grade school bully, no, <laughs> no, uh, he said, as a friend of mine jokingly remarked recently, Jimmy Buffett fans are deadheads who went corporate, <laughs> damn, uh, George Corden, uh, resident, also fellow music snob, writes, he's got nine songs and in concert he plays all nine of them, <laughs> we, we covered that. He's, uh, right about the second part and wrong about the first part. Right, right, <laughs> yes, as we've proved today, uh, let's see, somebody posted a Simpsons thing, uh, oh, this is good, Jeffrey McDonald wrote, porns. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see. Jeffrey McDonald writes, I had a group of friends in San Diego who would go tailgate at his concerts, but they wouldn't go to the show. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that. I, I, I get that. Uh, yeah. Uh, West Van Horn writes, uh, I fucking love Jimmy Buffett. Gets a lot of shit, uh, but some great songs. Pirate Looks at 40. Yeah. He went to Paris. Come Monday. Yeah. Just yeah. easygoing boat music. Seen him in concert a few times, and it's fun. Makes me think of my dad because he loves him and once jumped on stage and got kicked out of a show. (laughs) (laughs) Also, I love the God's Own Drunk track from his live album. So I actually read about the God's Own Drunk thing. That's a good story, controversy, yeah, Yeah. because it was someone else's song, and then he got sued for using it. I think he took it from a story, right? Oh, is that right? Yeah, uh, Lord F. Buckley or... Yes, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I misunderstood. I yeah, I got confused on the. Uh, and then for a while, the instead of singing that song in concert, he sang a song called "The Lawyer and the Asshole." The Lawyer and the <laughs> Asshole. I found it. I listened to a little bit of it. I, I, I haven't even heard that song, but I know the story. I love that he just brings his like legal yeah. <laughs> bullshit yeah. into like I'm going to make this part of the show right. now. <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, if you can't shit on people in front of 2,000 fans, what's the, what's the use? And the guy who drove me here is a piece of shit. <laughs> Drop me off a block from my destination. He takes Uber pools in this song. Oh, wow. <laughs> Uh, yeah, oh yeah, I was on Facebook. So, let's see here. Casey James Salengo, truly an American icon and inspiration. Oh, an American icon. Casey <laughs> is my favorite. He's the he best. wrote, was at a Margaritaville in Orlando, and someone went to the band and requested Margaritaville, and it's like, dude, they're going to get to it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, our buddy John Marjalewski from Chicago says, went to see him a few years ago, and one guy in my group made out with an older woman, and another guy in my group made out with her daughter. <laughs> that sounds like a story that happens a lot. <laughs> he, says, he says the first guy was me, and the second guy was also me. <laughs> Wow, twist. <laughs> That's good. That's uh, he was the other me, or Mr. <laughs> other, me. other Me. Mr. Other Me. Night Shyamalan. <laughs> uh, Dave Williamson writes Icon. Uh, let's see here. Do, do, do. There sh- we should get to, there were some, there were some negative ones. I think oh, come on. Yeah. Didn't Jared cover that enough? Uh, Jason <laughs> Goad writes. One, I think there was one I wanted to read. Yeah. I think Jared needs to breathe in, breathe out, and move on. <laughs> Uh, Jason Goad writes many of his fans are serial sex pests and who can't <laughs> hold their booze and are terrible tippers I worked in a restaurant down the street from a concert venue all members of the serving staff especially the women would try as hard as they could to get the day off it led to witnessing an incredible amount of break room wheeling and dealing uh, I don't know Spicoli's song on the first on the fast times at Richmond high soundtrack is pretty rad though was there? Do you remember who it was who wrote the one that you're like? That was the one I was talking about. Oh, perfect. Sex yeah, pests yeah, yeah. was the sex uh, pests. Thing I wanted to hear what you had to say. Been <laughs> sex pests. That's a real broad brush they're painting with there. Uh, oh, Joe McMahon writes his beer sucked. What was his I would, beer? Sorry, uh, Land Shark. I think. Yeah, his beer does suck. I've had Land Shark. Yeah, yeah his beer. I does thought suck. it was good. Well, it's not terrible, but yeah. It's, it's not a qual. It it's should no be Bon and Viv. Exactly. Spike We're Telser. here to tell you about Bon and Viv. They'll get you. Oh, Viv. <laughs> I went very French. You went Bonnie Vare. Bon Viver. Um, Joe McMahon. I thought we would get more comments out of. To be honest, because he's a Florida man who mm-hmm. uh, clearly loves Buffett. Let's but get him on the phone. He did write. Uh, he said uh, he's the best of humanity. <laughs> he is a good dude. I mean, raises money for charity and. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, look. When you have a billion dollars, yeah, you're gonna have a bunch of homes. <laughs> when of you course. have, when you make your living off of sex pests, good time. <laughs> you're gonna open a retirement home. Of course you are. I mean, what else are you gonna do? <laughs> David Twitty writes, three eleven is our generation's version of him," which I think is interesting. <laughs> I disagree. <laughs> I don't know about that. Uh, John Cessna wrote, I, "I photographed him at Wrigley for Margaritaville." Also photographed fans at the bars around the stadium. It was pretty wild. The fans all knew the crew members slash roadies and were like, haven't seen you since the show in Philly and such nice people. Wow. Though. So then he's got some actual fans, not just booze bags who follow him from <laughs> town to town as an excuse to get all fucked up. Uh, Babrinskoy writes, I've got thoughts. That was it. I think that's... Uh, uh, oh, wasn't as bad as I thought. There's one, oh, or there's boy. two more I want to read. There's uh, always I, one more. <laughs> Shannon Norman writes, a drunk guy tailgating for Jimmy Buffett tried to fight me while I was filming a segment for a local TV show I worked on at the time, and my childhood best friend says he lost his virginity at a Buffett concert when he was 16 to a woman his mom worked with. <laughs> Damn. There's a lot of men hooking up with older women That's at these true. Concerts. 
So if you're a cougar hunter or whatever. I went to oh, 10 I'm concerts sorry. and that never happened to me. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with me? Uh, Bree Pruitt writes, I went to a Jimmy Buffett themed funeral once. Lots of Hawaiian shirts. Oh, there was a, a sing-along at the end. I think Parrothead's <laughs> rival Juggalos is the, as far as tight-knit <laughs> fanaticism goes. Very good. Uh, yeah, I love it. <laughs> a Jimmy Buffett themed funeral. Yeah. You could live a whole Jimmy Buffett themed life. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. You could, you could go, you could, I mean, I'm sure you could have a birth thing. Like you could be named Jimmy or something. It's like, it's after Jimmy Buffett. Then you go to the <laughs> restaurants for every birthday. You go to the concerts. You have the retirement home and then you have the funeral. Yeah. Birth Man. to death. That's the saddest fucking thing I've ever thought of in my life. <laughs> and maybe it's beautiful. Let's hear. Have we heard uh, Living Since Saturday Night? Nope. Let's hear. We haven't heard that. And we haven't heard Trying to Reason with Hurricane Season. We'll do that one last. Let's week. hear those two. You got your Tony Lamas on, jeans pressed tight. Take a few trips, make it feel all right. Rock it and roll it on a living stuff Saturday night. Pick up wash pan, you just got paid. With any luck at all, you might even get laid. Cause they're picking and a kicking on a living stuff Saturday night. So I'll say, listen to the sound. Okay. <laughs> the girl's right out of high school? Is that what he says? Yes. Yeah, and then he says 15 will get you 20. <laughs> I was listening to it on the way over. I'm like, ah, this might have been another bad choice for the playlist. Uh, if he stopped playing the uh, Let's Get Drunk and Screw song, he'd probably stop playing Livingston <laughs> Saturday night. Yeah, uh, maybe change the lyrics to that. <laughs> yeah. He's like, uh, 25 and up. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's uh, quite a line. Fun little uh, riff there in the middle. I liked it. Yeah. Plus, we, had, uh, we heard trumpets this time. That's true. We've heard a lot of instruments tonight. Yeah, a lot of instruments strings, getting played. Brass. There was some sax in Steel, that one. Steel, yeah, some yeah. saxophone. Not too shabby. <laughs> Let's hear... Trying to reason. Is this the last song? With Hurricane Season. I think this might be... Is there, I think, did we miss one? Uh, I'm sure. What'd we, let's see. We heard... I think we heard all oh, of wow. these. Yeah, yeah, I think we did. All right. Let's hear this one. This is my favorite one. Squalls out on the Gulf Stream. Big storms coming soon. Passed out in my hammock Gotta slept away past noon Stood up and tried to focus I hoped I wouldn't have to move far Sure could use a bloody marriage So I stumbled over to Louie's backyard 
I could use some rest I can't run at this pace very long Yes, it's quite insane Think it hurts my brain But it cleans me out Then I can go on Something about a Sunday It's the most peculiar grave Strolling down the avenue That's known as A1A Feeling tired and then I got inspired Hell, I knew that it wouldn't last long All alone I walked back home Sat on my beach and there I made up this song And now I must confess I could use some rest Trying to reason with hurricane season We had a harmonica in that one It's pretty fun <laughs> <laughs> I do want to take issue with the line So I stumbled over to Louie's backyard then I went over to Aziz's to see him get hard. <laughs> I thought, <laughs> yeah, that's. I mean, it's 2019. Come on, guys. He says, I must confess, he was at Skankfest. <laughs> that's funny. Very relevant. <laughs> well, we're at the point where, Tony, we get to hear you get the floor. You have to say anything you want to say about Jimmy Buffett before we uh, get into our ratings and everything. So you have the floor as long as you want. Before we get into the ratings? We do a rating we rate of the, the playlist. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. So this it's is your last chilly. chance. It's your... It doesn't matter what we say. It truly doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you get to rate it as well <laughs> out of six. <laughs> I, I, I like it with six as an option. Yeah, yeah. Five's not enough. We need just a we few need more six. <laughs> uh, gradations through there. Um yeah, I love Buffett. I think he's a better musician than he gets credit for because most people, and I'm putting Jared in this list, <laughs> oh, shit. have only heard nine or ten of those songs. Yeah. And he bases his entire opinion on those. I agree. They're overplayed. They're not the greatest songs. But he's a phenomenal musician. He's got 30 albums. He's got, God, you know... 50 years in this business if you can't find a jimmy buffett tune that you like then i say you don't like music damn <laughs> damn damn <laughs> <laughs> uh i will say i liked a lot of this music i don't know like so the, since we rate out of six we have to decide what are the six we're rating right because we do six because the six songs oh okay it's not just so, a random number we picked we'll take okay. out the george Strait, and then yep. we have to take out one more from the rating so this is your choice Oh, yeah. right. what, do you, what do you think we wouldn't like, basically? I'm going to take Livingston Saturday Night What? Out. Well, Terrible choice. I, <laughs> <laughs> you fucked up, Tony. Well, I mean, just it's for too that late, one big lyric. lyric. <laughs> well, that was my favorite lyric. That was, oh, you don't know Tommy if you thought he didn't like that lyric. <laughs> it just, yeah, it feels a little weird. I don't want this podcast... Get a new hashtag. Tommy was only mad that he didn't go lower. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 15 will get you 20 bucks on Venmo from me. <laughs> I was listening to one of you guys' podcasts, and you're talking about 
between two and three was somebody's ideal age. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was their preferred age of lady. Well, you need a window. Two. Right, you do. I mean, you gotta, <laughs> you gotta have crawl a through range. it to the nursery. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so... Let me see. Uh, let me... Do you have it? Let me look at it again. Yeah, yeah. So here's the playlist. You <laughs> already right. cut out uh, Stars in the Water, so it's... The, yeah, because that's a ones. George Strait tune. Ah, you know what? I put them all on there. I couldn't even narrow it down to the... Uh, si- yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'll cut out Livingston Saturday. Night. All right, all right. Well, in that case, two. No. <laughs> uh, I think I'm going to go, like, I think I'm going to go four out of six. I, I enjoyed this more than I, I more imagined than you expected, I would. right? Yes, yes. I okay. will say you did That's a good job I of wanted. picking songs that I did enjoy. Um, I liked the Great Filling Station Hold Up song. Uh, 12 Volt Man had some fun stuff. And what I'm going to not. Support Katrina? Come what, on. What am I, a piece of shit? <laughs> a monster, are you? Uh, but no, it's, there was more to this than, uh, than I expected to be good. I still think he's an interesting man who's I agree. too rich, probably, but still, yeah. yeah. Uh, what do you think, Magman? Uh, I will say, I think you did a great job of showing the range, which I did not know at all. I definitely, I had one idea of what he was, and I thought I there was... It. A lot of genre variety that I wasn't expecting. Yeah. And as you pointed out, instrument variety that right. I really was picturing steel drums, guitar, right. <laughs> you know, like that. Drums, singer. Yeah, exactly. Pretty <laughs> yeah. much that was it. So I yeah. was, uh, and then, yeah, that harmonica was very nice. And yeah. That, uh, um, I liked Love and Luck a lot. I thought that one was great. I liked When the Coast is Clear. I liked Trying to Reason. Yeah, I really, I liked a lot Trying to Reason more than I thought I would. I'm going to go. Three point five out of six. I did enjoy it. All right, I'll take it. All right, now, but what do you rate this playlist? I'm with you. I give it four out of six. Okay, all yeah. right, fair enough. All right, it was hard. Like I've got my favorites, and I put a couple of them on here. But I also, I was like, I got to thr- show variety. I got to show the fifty years. Yeah. Yeah. I got to do a couple of things in here. Yeah, to I want to give you some credit for thirty for albums. Putting, is insane. Yeah, that <laughs> it's is crazy. crazy and. We could go through there, and we would all agree with Jared <laughs> if we picked a different playlist. No, I found some but, songs that I would uh, definitely agree with Jared on. But yeah, I of also, course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, that's what I mean. You did a good job of picking a variety of songs. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to dock you one for sending too many songs, so <laughs> down to three. And then... Uh, and we are going to dox you also. And we are also... <laughs> ha- we have oh, to dox oh, you, oh, so if you just leave terrible. us your address... <laughs> Uh, well, we already out. gave my neighborhood in the early. Oh yeah, <laughs> was that the beginning we of the doxing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where are you from, man? Um, is there anything you'd like to promote? We're putting this out on Wednesday. Uh, I do have a new album coming out. It yes. will not be available on Wednesday. That is What'd okay. You pay host? Yeah. What's that? What'd you pay the host? <laughs> Let's see. You know what? The club paid the host. I, I didn't throw him any extra bones. Oh, yeah. But. Hi, Otami. Public apology. (laughs) He just moved to New York City. Uh Uh, His name's Vashal. And uh, if you see him around, uh, that was the guy that happened to host the night. We have to add to this part out. Can I tell you the quick story about... uh, (laughs) Please. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's interesting. I've uh, I've done two albums in a row that have been sort of concept albums. Ooh, interesting. Because, you know, there's a gazillion comedy albums. Sure. And... So I've tried to do something different, and I hadn't figured out this. My last album was called 
Comedy Road Trip, 20 Jokes in 20 Cities. Mm-hmm. Oh, and cool. I recorded each track in a different city. Ah, that's uh, interesting. And they were like, I was opening for Kathleen Madigan at the time, so mm. some of the tracks are big, giant 2,000-seaters, and one was a coffee shop in Charlottesville, Virginia. So yes. uh, the cool thing is it's, uh, if you listen to it, especially with headphones on, each track sort of like you can feel the room get bigger and smaller depending on whether it's a club or the little yeah. venue or the theaters. So that was fun. That's really cool. Um, and then this album, I uh, I got hired to do, you know, Helium Comedy Club? Mm-hmm. Love Helium. Love Helium. They uh, do this show called Stand Up Confidential mm-hmm. where they don't announce who the headliner is. Yes. And they hired me to go up to Buffalo and do it on a Wednesday night. The weather was shitty. <laughs> I was like, there's going to be 30 people here, if I'm lucky. Got there, and it's sold out. And they're like, well, we've never done this before at this club. Yeah. And what happens, that first time they do it, they... The audience assumes it's someone famous. Yeah, of course. They're like, Jim Gaffigan's going to be here. So it's sold out. (laughs) Right. The manager comes in and goes, hey, I just heard someone in the lobby go, do you think it's Chris Rock? I'm like... Oh my God! I'm about to walk out here and disappoint 350 <laughs> yep. people. Yep. And so I start having a panic attack, and I was like, "Well, I have to address it. I yeah. can't just walk oh, out there yeah, and start yeah. telling jokes." Yeah. So I wrote some jokes real quick about not being the guy. Sure. And the show was amazing, front to back, just murder. Yeah. And I decided, okay, if they hire me to do this again, I'm because I was getting close to recording an album anyway. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna bring all my recording equipment, record it. Uh, so they hired me to do it in Raleigh, uh, North Carolina. At hey, good, good nights, nights. Yeah. great club, yeah. So I brought my equipment. Same thing happened, uh-huh. and so the album's called Secret Headliner. Oh, that's amazing! And I got those jokes at the beginning about yeah, you know, not being the guy. That's great. That's, that's a great awesome. concept. Yeah, hell yeah, yeah. It was well, fun. I'm excited to hear it, man. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, it should be oh, out yeah. uh, in the next month or so. Amazing, yeah. awesome. Um, Tommy, what you got? Uh, yeah, just check my website. I'm in New York uh, the next couple months. Got hell some shows. Yeah. Come to those. I will be in Michigan at the time that this comes out at the uh, Soaring Eagle Casino. And uh, the next night I will be in, uh, I believe, Muskegon or something like that. Muskegon. Muskegon, yes. I will be there. That's out on the lake. uh, Yes, so I will be there at uh, Back Alley, I believe. Um, And then I will be in Montreal doing an hour uh, at the end of July. Come see that. It's part of JFL. It's at the Montreal Improv. Um, And besides that, yeah, I'll be in D.C. coming up. Uh, Check out the dates on my website and on Twitter and shit. Uh, Check out the Patreon. We got some fun shit up there. And uh, rate and review the pod. We love it. Uh, I, I read a bunch of nice tweets today. I hadn't looked at the Twitter in a minute, and I looked through it. It was very, it was, it put me in a good mood. It yeah. got me excited to do the pod. So, uh, do that more. <laughs> uh, thanks for listening. Keep it crispy. Bye.